Hi, Hank. Hi, Michael. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me to your home. Thank you for asking me. So, like I told you, it's just a conversation. We're just going to see where this goes. Lots to talk about. We have a lot of combos. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, but there is one official question that starts it off, and okay. I'll ask it to you, and then I'll explain why that's the question. Cool. So, the only question is, what were you up to when you were seven years old? Watching girls kiss on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that might have been a little too early, but... That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was. I loved being alone. Yeah. I loved reading books, hanging. I was weird. I would like make my whole family watch me perform to the Cheetah Girls. Yeah, I loved attention. So you're performative. You're a little gay. Yeah, a little gay, a little yeah. performative. All of it. All yeah. the things I still do now, but at a less cool version. So that's that's kind of the basis of the question. It's this old saying that's like, "Give me the boy at seven, and I'll show you the man." So like, mm. give me the child, and like I can predict where they're gonna end up. That so, gave but- me chills. <laughs> Isn't it? But it's like, it's really cool because like the person you are at seven based on like your nurture and your nature and your experiences, you're on this path to who you're going to become. So it kind of puts you on this trajectory, which lines up with what you're doing now. What's really weird is when I was 15 or 16, I like romanticized strippers. Like, I don't know what it was. I was like, they look so cool. (laughs) I want, it was like in music videos. It was like a hyped up version, but I was like, that's hot. I want that. I mean, so what that's around you're 15. So that's like, it's like four years before I 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, there was a time when like, it was like sex really sold Mm. in ads and stuff. And like, you know, like Paris Hilton was doing those like Hardee's commercials and it was like very, for lack of a better word, like slutty. Yeah. And that was like in vogue. And I think we've kind of, people are born now. You can show an asshole and they're like, okay, (laughs) like it's the destigmatized. Like it's, people are getting used to it. Back in the day, Nicki Minaj would twerk and people were like, what the fuck is this? I know. Like shaking your booty. Like how dare you? But it's also kind of swung back in terms of like, maybe being too promiscuous is not good. You know, it's like, it's like finding a balancing point. 100%. Yeah. I think it depends on what you're doing. I find a lot of mainstream, even models and like musicians feel they have to over-sexualize themselves yeah. because that's all anyone's doing. Yeah. It's almost if you aren't sexual, that's more rare. Is that a good thing though? Or do you think it like backfires I think it just is. I don't, I feel like I can't judge if it's good or bad because my skew is totally off. Yeah. I think it's sad that a lot of young people feel they have to do this performative sexualization of themselves. I actually really get scared of freshly 18 year olds who are like, I need to do this. I need to get into sex work. I need to make a lot of money because the reality is you're not going to make a lot of money. And it won't be for very long. No. Did you see the documentary Hot Girls Wanted? Yes. On Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. So it's about these girls who basically they find a guy on Craigslist who's like, come to Miami, come to wherever. I'll set Mm. you up. You'll become a porn star. And like the reality is their careers last four months Mm -hmm. at best. Oh, yeah. They barely save anything. And then they're a porn star for the rest of their lives. And no one talks about how fast cash is addictive. It's like a drug. Yeah. You make that quick first 1K. Like the first time I saw 1K at the strip club, I was like, I've made it. Yeah. Like I'm rich. (laughs) And then I spent it the next day on like sushi probably. Yeah. A thousand bucks on sushi. (laughs) Or alcohol or whatever. Yeah. A purse. I don't know. But also, it's like, at 18, like, are you making the best decisions? No, definitely not. No, I wasn't. But you're also, you're doing something that's going to live forever on the internet. Right, like, I can't rent a car till I'm 25, but I'm yeah, filming not. porn at 18, yeah. which 
I have like mixed opinions. I think getting into sex work young, I know so many people who did it well. Yeah. It took a couple years to figure out and they're okay. And I know some people who it traumatized forever. Right. So I wish like instead of this like, hey, everyone be sexy, do this thing. Like, let's actually talk about what happens when you are this way. Yeah. When you do these things, here are the repercussions. Here's what's going to happen. And so people can make an informative decision, right. not just I'm hot and I'm getting rich and I'm young. I don't know what to do. And this is fast cash. Right. And like, I don't care about the future. I'm not thinking about that. Right. And I say that as someone who started when they were 19. So yeah. like I feel protective of me at 19. It's like, girl, you had no clue. But do you think you got there in a healthy way? No, so, no. Let's uh, talk about it. Like, so fine. let's go from, you know, 15, you're idol idealizing strippers you're, you know, you're, expensive. you're younger than me. So at a young age, you're on YouTube. You could look up girls kissing. Like it was much harder mm. for me to access that stuff yeah. when I was that age because we didn't have YouTube and like porn was impossible to down. What it about took, like, like magazines? Like how did that's, you? That's what it was. But like, and then like, you know, when I was in high school, like to download like an image took a night. Mm. So it was like a night. Like, yeah, it was like, you know, you're downloading off like LimeWire or whatever. Kazaa. And it was like <laughs> crashing the now, I mean, you hear all these stories about especially young boys who are, they have so much access and so much exposure to like wild pornography that it's horrible. It's ruining their sex lives. Well, that's why I, I am an avid advocate for like healthy <laughs> consensual porn. Yeah. Like amateur almost is yeah, now yeah. the new wave. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the thing is, is like young boys thinking like a girl's going to come the second you slap her in the face not terrifying yeah. yeah and it's not the porn star's job to fix that mm -mm. but it's like because when it's like you know like what do they say like preacher's daughters the worst fucking craziest partiers because they're repressed and repressing people doesn't keep them safe yeah let's educate but also on the on the flip side like setting up an unrealistic expectation of what intimacy is when mm. like because porn has become so massive and it's like it just keeps pushing the boundaries and pushing the boundaries so you're 14 you're looking at these videos and you think like oh that's what i'm supposed to do right. and so both you and your partner are doing these things you think you're supposed to do and like does it make you feel good? i feel a lot of girls like i definitely thought i had to be like this sexy hot like hit me slap me yeah tie me up choke me out right. like i thought that was hot and i thought it was hot because i thought they thought it was hot yeah i wasn't into it but really. like is anyone into it are you just doing it there's you think you're definitely supposed to? a group of people who like it but it's yeah. not as big as the people trying it no and like that's a problem with sex ed that's a problem with parents being scared to talk about sex the taboo behind it all mm -hmm. i feel like there's not enough actual education in media it's more like either shame or applaud it's not like, here's actually what is going yeah, on. Like healthy discussion, boundary right. setting. You know, if you're really going to get into whatever, if it's fetish play or role playing, like the key to it, I think, as far as I know, is like communication beforehand, communication yeah. during and communication after. Communication always in all aspects of life. Yeah. It's like, let's talk more, yeah. like especially around sex. And I think a lot of girls, I'm only speaking for girls because obviously I'm a girl, are like embarrassed to communicate it's almost like if you communicate you're not cool because you're not down right you need to be passive right like i'll do whatever you want yeah. no it's it's in to like be like hey i don't like this i'm kind of into this i would try that and like let's talk about this yeah but people assume that the second they put up a boundary like they're not fuckable or they're not cool yeah um and that's asking too much or being, that's because of media that's because yeah. of everything that we consume daily 
I don't know how to change that or how to even think about changing that, but communicating is a good start. So how coming, so you, you run an OnlyFans now. Yeah. And then you came from stripping background. Mm -hmm. So stripping in a way, are you in control of like, you know, like what you're saying about how like communication and saying boundaries, like, I don't like this. I like that. I'll try that. When stripping, you're kind of just on display. I think the strip club is like the only place in society that the women is in power. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I want to clarify earlier. I said like, oh, I wasn't healthy getting into stripping. I got into stripping for the wrong reasons. I didn't get into it because I was like, I'm empowered. I'm whatever the people say. I didn't. I was like, I need money and I want validation. Yeah. I want people to look at my body and tell me I'm hot. Well, it's an asset you have that's like right in front of your face. Literally, right. you look and in the I, mirror and you're like, that's money. Oh, exactly. I was doing all this shit for free. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Which I guess is actually not that unhealthy. But looking back, I was very naive. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like this mature little 19 year old. Like even saying that sounds stupid. Yeah. But you work a night. So my first night stripping, I was so nervous. I like shit my pants almost. I was shaking. <laughs> Was this in LA? Yeah. Yeah. In West Hollywood. Right. You went like straight to the big leagues. Oh, I was like across the chateau. I was like, yeah. let's go, baby. <laughs> um, and it was also full nude. Really? Yeah. So they can't serve drinks there, right? That- no, but there's a bar next door and I just like sold an alcohol shop for like 30 bucks every night. <laughs> <laughs> like it was easy to get alcohol still. They only yeah. make it full nude has no alcohol because they don't want drunk people assaulting you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which still happens no matter what yeah. at any sex work establishment it's going to happen. Um, but I would say you work and you try your best to assert boundaries, but when there is money, everything has a price. Right. And that, that is my experience. There's a lot of girls who were more sober or who were smarter or who were better at their job, who were amazing at it. I was going to get fucked up to kind yeah. of s- do as little as possible for the most amount of money and then go home. Well, and also like you're young, you're 19, you're going in and you're like, I'm just going to strip and like make money and get tips. And like the guys can look at me, but look, but don't touch that kind of thing. But like without really setting up your boundaries beforehand, when you go in, like I'm sure it's a very slippery slope. Oh, so like, well, that girl's doing this stuff back there and making way more money than I'm, you know, it's like 100%. Yeah. And a lot of the strippers, like, let me clarify. A lot of the strippers don't do anything else. Yeah. But there are some that do. And especially depending on the club. I know there's a bunch of clubs in Miami that it's like, this is basically a brothel. Yeah. And people know that. And that's why they go. But my club was pretty clean. But there was a lot of girls leaving to do uh, full service work, which like I always honestly was like envious of. Like I was like smart. Like I used to fuck so many people for free. Yeah. Like I was, I mean, most people do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone does. You yeah. fuck for a good morning text and a burger. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I always was the type of person who thought, go get your money. Like that's fucking cool. Yeah. But I was not, a. I was a lazy stripper. Like <laughs> I was pretty much like, uh, I'll be your naked therapist. I'll do a little split on the pole. Yeah. And then if you want me to do any more work, go find another girl. Well, you're also making good money at the baseline. So it's right. like, you're like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to go. Do right. I stuff. wasn't a hustler. Like, yeah. I wasn't like smart. You're not like, I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do no, that. No, and online work. That's why like OnlyFans, you see it on paper. I never recorded a dollar I made stripping. Yeah. It was all fast money. It was like, right. it just left. It's literally just like as one dollar bills. Like, <laughs> as quick as it came, it yeah. went. And I think for me, like, I'm not a person who can like, 
not see it on paper and like be good about it. I was also 19. Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of strippers struggle with that, the fast cash aspect. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to have like smart financial sense at 19, regardless of what you're doing. And then when it's just being thrown at you, literally thrown at you and just like wads of cash, you're just like, like, why didn't I learn how to like like, monopoly money, take care of my money in school? Like I know the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah. (laughs) Like what the fuck is that? Yeah. Well, like you mentioned a couple of things I want to touch on. One is like, you're like, I was having sex for free, so why not monetize it? And like a big theme for me and like I think a lot of creatives is that when I try to like this podcast, you asked me if I make any money off it. And like I reached a point where I could start monetizing it, looking for sponsors. But as soon as I try to monetize something I'm really passionate about and precious about, it like dies. I, it dies and I stopped doing it. I know that. one. And I took a couple weeks off of the podcast because I was like, it, like googling how to like do affiliate marketing and like how to create good like ads on facebook and different like instagram feed and like and then all of a sudden i was like this isn't what i want to do like no, I, I feel that so did that like in your personal sexual life oh my god i'm so boring <laughs> i'm so boring does, does it like ruin it for you oh it, it has i think um you ask well you know okay i'll speak only for myself because i know some people who are so fucking horny and they're happy and they do this job and they're like they truly love it and i'm super sexual i'm envious i used to be super sexual though and i i don't know if it was just hypersexualization or what you're young as hormones yeah whatever who knows um i i do like to masturbate a lot okay not a lot but i do like that i when I work during the day, do not want to have sex. Right. Like, I whatever I film for three, four hours, I want to come home, I want to lay on my couch, and I want to order food. Mm-hmm. And I want do you to, the like... opposite. I yeah. want you to cuddle me maximum. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can lay here and give me a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Um, you want, like, just, like... I want intimacy. In, in, intimacy. Yeah, yeah. I want, like... I want to feel like loved and I don't yeah. want to have to perform a sexual act. Cause to me, yeah. I'm still in performer mode. It makes total sense because I think, who is it? Um, Elizabeth Gilbert wrote a book called big magic about like creative lifestyles. And she was like, don't have a job that's close to your, what you're working on, like your side hustle. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a writer, like don't go be a copywriter for an ad agency. Cause when you come home, the last thing you want to do is write. She's like, be a waitress. You right. waitress all day, then you come home and it's like, cool, now I can be creative. But if you're being sexualized all day and you come home and your husband's like, it's go time, you're like, no, it's not. No, it's like, not. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, I didn't realize that was a problem. Yeah. When you first get in, you kind of are even, well, for me, I'm going to say, I keep saying we, but like, I was the royal like, we. <laughs> we, everyone's a we. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, I'm so horny. I get home, like, I just got like paid three being hot. Yeah fuck me right now mm, now yeah. i'm like well that's like the novelty wears off you're like it, the excitement it's yeah. like any other job and like i used i grew up dancing so like i used to do dance jobs after doing sex work and that was kind of fun and i was still sexual and i was like i had a whole other thing but you start realizing that money is not big in a lot of areas interesting and it's like the hobby thing i loved dancing i got a lot of joy out of it and then monetizing it, I was like, fuck, I don't know that I want to do this. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's a trade-off. It's like, you, you can either make you money or make you happy. Right. And like, yeah, money makes you happy, but it's this trade-off of like... Well, and it wasn't making me happy anymore, so right. then what was it giving me? Yeah. I was spending too much time not making money. Yeah. And then you also touched on like, I'll be your naked therapist. Mm. And so we were talking about how like my favorite thing to do is this podcast because I just get to talk to people and yeah. like they open up and like... 
it's a it's a weird way of tricking people into like kind of getting on the couch and like a therapist. So I that that's really interesting. All I, the personalities and people you've dealt with. Yeah. And, I I used to, right when I started stripping, I I had it in my head that I was going to go back to school and do sex therapy. Yeah. Because I really find that people see a sex worker, and I'm not sure what it is. Some guys think, oh, this girl's worse than me. And some girls are like, I can trust her. She's gone through a lot. Yeah. And they will tell you their personal life stories. Like, I know crazy details about people because they trusted me because I was naked. You're being vulnerable. I look vulnerable. You're being physically vulnerable so they can be emotionally Right, it's like a, they can see it. It's yeah. a tangible thing. Oh, this girl is naked. Yeah. She's stripped bare. Yeah. Let me let me do that. Yeah. With my words, whatever. Well, and it's like I was telling you like last week or something like I'm not a big strip club guy. Like mm. I've gone to them when people suggest it. I'm not like I'm not like super horny for strip clubs. <laughs> but like I, I go am. and like the like a girl come over and be like, do you want to dance? And I'm always just like, what's your name? And they're like, I told you, I was like, they're like toxic. And I'm like, no, what's your, what's your name? And like, as soon as I like, I don't know, demonstrate that like, I'm just there to see a person. They're like, they'll just like sit and talk. And yeah. it's really interesting. Cause I think people have interesting stories. I loved people like that. If they paid me. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I got to respectfully, I got to go work. Yeah, You got to make money. But if you want to sit and talk like that, that was my dream night. My first night ever in VIP, this Italian guy, told me how to make spaghetti and meatballs for three hours then i made like 600 bucks and it was my dr- i was like he i have to go you back to learn a recipe yeah, yeah. he loved talking about it and but his he, mother he, because it all it, it, no because it reminded him of his mom yeah. it all goes back to something else yeah that's i really learned how to read people at the strip club yeah i, I still love psychology i loved it in high school I, I that's what i would major in even though i i find that's like a overpopulated thing but i think sex psychology yeah for me is so fascinating well it's so complicated because it's so like animalistic at its mm. core yeah but then we've layered on like what we were talking about like the media perception and like what we've seen through marketing right. and social media and all these different things and it starts to get like <laughs> convoluted like, it gets so convoluted crazy. because it's like do I want to do this because like I'm just trying to reproduce as an animal or am I like, am I attracted? Is this intimacy? Is this like romance? You know, it's like, Oh, and I think that's like a lifelong journey. It's almost like self care. It's like, what do I actually like? Yeah. And, and finding someone who's not judgmental that I care about is the only time I ever explore casual hookups. Like I did a lot of sure. Never explored that. Yeah. Explore that. What do you mean? Like never got the opportunity to be in a trusting open environment to be like, Oh, I actually don't like what you're doing. Yeah. To be comfortable to communicate. Yeah. Um, because I didn't want them to think I wasn't like hot and cool and fresh. Mm-hmm. But when I'm dating someone, it's like, oh, I get the opportunity to be vulnerable to explore. Yeah. And to be confident in yourself and right. who you are. And I what know you, you want. like me. You yeah. know I like you. So yeah. nothing we say is like, will change that. Yeah. If I tell you I don't like that, you're not gonna be like, well, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because for some reason, having boundaries feels like a personal attack on like my self-esteem. Like if I tell you something, I'm scared if you don't like it. Yeah, I'm like, Ugh. do you think that's mostly a male-female thing, or it's like, you know, the, I don't know. The f- I think it's a childhood trauma thing. I yeah. think it's like a communication thing from a y- very young age. I don't think I can gender that. I think it's like when I grew up, I didn't know how to communicate in my family mm-hmm. so now it's like i'm learning how to try yeah, yeah 
and then sex it's a whole again you're vulnerable you're naked you're exposed it's like one of the most vulnerable things you can do you're giving someone like the most precious thing you're inside of me (laughs) right like literally yeah (laughs) um and so yeah and and also like growing up and figuring out my sexuality during sex work yeah it definitely made it trickier before before you like you know hit people were sexualized were you did you find yourself a people pleaser 100 percent. yeah and i didn't have a lot of sex because i was really scared that i was bad at it <laughs> i was like I everyone's bad at it yeah i mean i was a kid yeah. of course i'm mad at it but like again the media i was like if i'm not looking like these people i see and i know a lot of girls feel that way about porn mm-hmm. like oh my significant other is watching porn i don't look like them yeah I don't know. I don't. I think maybe because I'm in it and I know that the people in porn are just as insecure. I don't know. But I'm like, why did I think I needed to look like that? Well, and porn is also, I mean, produced porn, like not the amateur stuff you're mm-hmm. talking about earlier. It's unrealistic. You're watching a, a movie. You're watching a TV show. It's like, yeah, Ryan Gosling looks good, good in every frame of this movie because makeup, wardrobe, lighting. And they like, reshoot it yeah. like 500 times. Like, you, like if a girl shits on a dick in a scene, you think they're going to keep that in? <laughs> like, no. Unless it's that kind of movie. Right, like, yeah. a little scat born. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like you... It's And it's like the way Tara Patrick was like a big porn star when I was like in high school. Um, and she talked about how like porn in films that she works in like, it's not real. No one has sex like that. No. She's like, when I go home, it's lights off missionary. Oh, missionary. Yeah. <laughs> and on camera. And also no one talks about like, you have to open. It's like you're opening to the camera. Yeah. Like try Cheating eating out. pussy yeah. from the side. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> um, you get a jaw cramp. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't feel sexy. It looks better than it feels. But yeah. so then to go home and then have to be like, okay, how do I want this to feel? Yeah. It's like something I'm trying to work on. Yeah. I mean, I, so I've done, I've done kissing scenes and commercials and mm. short films and stuff. And then I did, I've done one like full on sex scene where it's like both of us Let's were basically go. naked. And I gotta watch. <laughs> um, it's very technical. There were 15 people in this apartment that we were shooting in watching this happen. It's hard to get horny when someone's staring at you. And it's, people are always like, oh, like I could see how movie stars fall in love with each other. And like no. there is an intimacy to it, but when it comes to like those scenes, they're so technical and they're so set up. And yes, you're cheating out and you're making this. It's not, you're not in it in the way that no. you are lights off. You're in it in the way of how do I look right now? Yeah. Which is not a good feeling. Yeah. Um, it, it Also, porn gives like a lot of girls who film it like crazy body dysmorphia. Of course. And the good thing is, is that it's really accepted now. In amateur, a lot of body types, thank God. Mm-hmm. But you go back to... 10 15 years it's like fake boobs yeah. tiny waist size two perfect pussy yeah bleached like asshole jenna jameson just yeah like, cookie like cutter cookie cutter you have to be like this in order to yeah. survive i think she had a wild eating disorder like she, i mean a, a lot of girls do that all you're doing is taking pictures of your body yeah. reviewing it taking yeah. videos and then like how can i do this better so Let's get into OnlyFans mm. because it seems like you're kind of taking back the reins in a bit because you're the content creator, you're the star, right. you're the marketer. You're like you're doing it all. You know, it's Bro, like it's a. I'm doing it, the people don't talk about. <laughs> people don't talk about that like unless you are really big on OnlyFans, you are your own agent, 
lighting, videographer, editor, messenger, makeup artist. Yeah. You're doing every fucking thing. It's a whole, like I just, I, I've never been on OnlyFans because I didn't really get it. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to see our other friend has an OnlyFans. I, just, I was like, let me see the like the user interface. And it's yeah. like a Facebook feed. It's yeah. like a news, it's like a scroll. It's really good for people who are consuming it. Yeah. It's really confusing for people who are trying to make money off of it. Well, and that's the thing I never got about it is because like, like we said, porn is so ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. I can, on my phone, I have access to more people having sex than like, it doesn't make sense how many, por- like an amateur produced. It's wild. It's like, how, is this, every, is everyone on the internet having sex? Like it's, everyone there's is. so much. I mean, everyone's having sex. So, so I, like, I never really understand like, well, why would I pay nine ninety nine a month when like I can Google exactly what I want? Oh yeah. So, so many like, people say that. But is it the connection that people think they have to the personality well and the reality is is if someone's younger younger like newer in the porn world so like just beginning yeah it is more personal you get to talk to them they don't have anyone talking for them Mm -hmm. you get to see their innermost thoughts and like i know for me like i like to as well as post obviously my asshole like i post like 40 minute videos of me dyeing my hair talking about my life it's like that's that's a girlfriend experience no it's it's girlfriend experience without me being drained because i like it too yeah and you feel like you're actually giving off like who you really are you know it's like that's you and i don't think i mean i don't know if your account like you have a personality like a persona that Mm, you take on not really i imagine it's just kind of it's just me it's just hank yeah (laughs) yeah I always I did I couldn't do a persona and I I really been wanting to get into mainstream porn um, just because I'm bored of just doing I still want to do OnlyFans but I'm yeah. bored I do it all the time I want a little spice if you will yeah and I refuse to have a porn name so I'm not sure how that's gonna go do you have to I'm pretty sure you do I don't know I feel like it's an unspoken rule but if you're already on OnlyFans and you're gonna leverage you know your popularity on OnlyFans to you know to a producer. Wouldn't you just go by the I mean, same I'll name? I'll update you. Yeah. I, I like I like um, not having that pressure yeah. to like turn on into another person. Obviously, yeah. when I'm filming, it's like I'm a hypersexualized You're version. It up. Yeah. But I'm still very much me. Yeah. Um, which is helped with burnout. But is there the same money in traditional porn as there is in OnlyFans? If you are highly successful, you will be very rich doing traditional porn and, is it and like, then it translates into OnlyFans because you're getting those views yeah. it's all promotion yeah it's all the reason i have a tiktok is because let's say a video blows up three million views even if only a hundred thousand of them look at my OnlyFans, and then ten thousand subscribe ten thousand subscribe then i'm making ninety thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. uh which doesn't that doesn't normally happen but like big things do happen yeah from well it's like a comedian has a special on Netflix to sell tickets to their shows. Right. Like it's, it's a huge banner for your, the place where you really monetize it. It's modern promotion, social media. That's why all these famous people are getting on these apps. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about how it's bad baby. Oh, and Bella $52 million last year. Dude, I pulled up this article because we were talking about this and I was trying to make sure I wasn't saying it right because (laughs) when Bella Thorne, yeah got on she like sold a bikini picture i think i think it was for like 60 bucks for two pictures yeah and so many people on the website charged back that OnlyFans with no notification changed its rules the next week what do you mean charged back like so they were they're like i don't want this she promoted it 
I don't know the exact wording, but implying nudity. Okay. Like basically, see my fucking pussy. Like, yeah, yeah. Type vibe, and it was in a bikini. Yeah, and people were like, "I want my money back." And they're like, "Bella Thorne, yeah. I want to see this before it gets leaked, and I want to have the first whatever." Charged it back. I think it fucked up OnlyFans. Yeah. And then the next week, they changed so much about the website. Yeah. And it's like these celebrities getting on. I mean, and good for them. It's not like they need the money, but also I don't know their situations. Well, yeah, a lot of them. They might have a lot of money coming in, but they spend like crazy, like you did when you were started stripping. Like, right, money comes in, money goes out just as fast. It's so easy to yeah. spend money. Um, and so they get on the website, they get a lot of attraction from people who don't necessarily ever buy porn, mm-hmm. and then they fuck something up. Yeah, and it's like it's all for a quick buck, and they don't ever have to deal with the stereotypes of actual sex work. Well, and they don't, they're this celebrity. They're like, I'm going to dip my toe into OnlyFans. And like, if I fuck it up, I don't care about the workhorses like you. They don't care at all. Who are making your living doing it. Right. Or like people doing survival sex work. I have friends who make a thousand bucks a month and that's what they do to pay their rent. Yeah. And they're working harder than Bella Thorne scamming someone off of, you know, a bikini picture. And like, so I don't get, how do they limit the access to the content because that's the whole idea is like you pay you're behind a paywall and you get images that no one else gets to see but can i take a screenshot and post that on reddit you can yeah and every other like snapchat you screenshot it tells you i don't know why OnlyFans hasn't they don't have that no i think OnlyFans even dating apps in general is a shit fucking platform i'm so grateful because i make money off of it but there's so many better sex work platforms yeah it's just for me all my people are there and i don't have half the photos because I got a new phone. So I'm like, I don't want to switch my content over. I'm just being lazy. Yeah. OnlyFans. That's the biggest one. It's the Well, and one. you saw it. Like, OnlyFans wanted to stop doing sex work on their app. Is that for real? It was. I, I thought read, they were just getting attention. No, I went through all of their fucking rules. Me yeah. and my best friend went, sat down on FaceTime, read them all. It was fucked. Yeah. It was so fucked. And then um, were you like, I'm done? Like, I was like, well, now I'm going to switch to another platform. And yeah. what? I, because... Honestly, being in sex work is basically like always being reborn. I've had 14 TikToks deleted. I've had three Instagrams. My Twitter, everything gets taken away. Yeah, because the rules are always the rules. The rules are changing and the easiest person to cancel is like the sex worker, the whore. Well, I think your Instagram shadow banned. For sure. Yeah, because when I go to send you a meme, like, you know, and it doesn't autocomplete when mm. I try to type in your name. I have to type in the full name. The no, full name. And, and then it like shows it to me. But like, you know, everyone else, it'll... Right. It knows who you're following. Well, and Instagram's the one app where I, so (laughs) what I used to do, and I still will do this, is if something gets deleted, I wait till I get paid out at the end of the week, I go to Best Buy, and I buy an unlocked iPhone, Mm -hmm. like a fucking druggie, like a little drug (laughs) dealer, like I used to do when I tried to buy drugs. Yeah. And I make a new account with a new IP address. Okay. Because they flag your entire IP address. And then how do you, do you change your bio to say like new account? Like how do you port over your followers? I just They just find you? (laughs) I just, I say, I honestly, the first couple times it happens, it's jarring. You're like, I lost everything. It's all gone, yeah. No, it's like, this comes with the territory. I always tell new girls, I'm like, be prepared for your family to find out and your shit to get deleted. Yeah, I mean, you have 25,000 followers or whatever. And like, but you don't post, like, yeah, your photos are sexy and they like indicate that if you go to this link, you'll see more stuff. But like, 
There's no nip slips. There's no like, no, it's and, not and against the guidelines. You know the people who don't have OnlyFans that post full ass and full nipples. Dude, I mean, all the, these like fashion models, it's just tiny the bikinis. The second we make money off of it, they're mad. Yeah. When Instagram's, Instagram's getting, not getting a piece of it. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing is like, so it, yeah, I'm not posting. I'm not But they are really getting a piece of it because they're getting all these followers who are going to your account, seeing the ads. You sound ads. like me. You sound like me. Like, <laughs> I, I agree 100%. Yeah. Um, they're just mad that I can make more money. Yeah. I can direct them. And they haven't them. figured out. They're not comfortable with being like, oh, Instagram also has this back room through the beaded curtain no, where yeah. you can see the porn. Join it. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Grow up. <clears throat> and that's like the, the silly argument as old as time is like, porn and sex work aren't going away. Like, they were like the first fucking profession. Right. You, if there's money, there is sex work. Yeah. Probably, you know what? Probably back in the day, people traded pussy for like a fish. Like you, the barter system, yeah. I know people were trading a little blowjob for something yeah. to keep them alive. I mean, it's the same with like the war on drugs. Like you lost. Like You're drugs done. aren't going away. So make it safe, you know. Right. You know, the porn industry has always been like, well, they have the. Like the, harm reduction. They have the least STDs because they get tested every two oh, weeks. Oh, I've never gotten an STD in sex work. I got gonorrhea casually fucking yeah. multiple people. Yeah. I've never, ever fucked someone without an STD sheet. Yeah. Um. And I hate that. Oh, my God. Trolls are like, you fucking whore. You have all. And it's like, okay, whatever. I'm at least doing it for money. Yeah. One. And two, you can't say I'm dirty because people in normal life don't ever say, show me your STD results. Yeah. You're just fucking. Yeah. It's real bad. It's real bad. It's people dangerous. People are drunk and they're just like, well, I don't have the condom. Oh, my God. Dr- like, no one even offered a condom. Yeah. N- ever. Yeah. Ever. And it, like I've always been, it's annoying when people are like, "Oh, that girl like has so much sex; she's such a slut." And it's like, people who are in relationships have sex okay, no, all the time. I was gonna like, literally say, "This is my biggest pet yeah. peeve." You fuck the same penis nine hundred times yeah. and you're not ran through. Yeah. But I have sex with thirty people. Yeah. That makes less sense. Yeah. Like wh- we should judgment. start relationship yeah. shaming then. Yeah. Oh, you're in a relationship, you fucking whore. Like, oh, I bet you have sex every night. You, do you have sex twice a week? Oh, let's do the math. I mean, like, think of, like, early relationship stages. It's like, there's a fucking lot of... multiple times a day. Yeah. 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 Man. It's rough. But do you feel like it's moving forward? Like, it's getting more normalized. It's getting more... Ex- accepted and safer and at least like i think a little for sure but my thing is is that a lot of young people again on tiktok because that's the new fucking app they see it so romanticized they're like "Mm." they see these stripper vlogs and they're like oh i'm gonna make 20k in a night yeah and they get into it because of that because they see it and they don't realize like in the real world outside of social media banks can decline you you're a sex worker you won't get housing you know yeah. like your shit's gonna get out there your family's gonna find out i have friends whose people like people bought their content and sent it to their dad on facebook yeah it's like the real world is not as accepting as social media yeah everyone loves a whore online until it's like actually time to like fight for rights and again it's like short-term versus long-term thinking like yeah you're making bank you can deal with the fact that your dad found out and you're upset but like 20 30 years from now and when you're out of this game are you going to be happy with that out there i always say that yeah and like i before i ever got into sex work was pretty much doing sex work for free already like i was posting like in high school i posted a singular bikini picture a singular and it was not that juicy (laughs) and they had an entire team meeting 
for sexualized Instagrams because like I'm already getting hit on as a woman. I'm Mm -hmm. already getting sexualized as a person. And then you're telling me I can't monetize off of it. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. But even as a kid, I was not sexualizing myself and somehow still got in trouble for being sexual. Well, it's that weird line where like once money's involved, it's not okay. Right. Like everyone has sex, but you put a camera on and then it's bad. Well, it's, but like, so porn, you're having sex for money, but you're filming it. So it's okay. So it's, it's legal. Right. Oh my God. I hate that. It's like escorting should be legal because when it is not, people die. Yeah. It's so dangerous. It's the same with the war on drugs. Like you put, you push it underground, it gets unsafe and get, I feel very similarly about safe drugs as I do safe sex. Yeah. Very similar. Education and like awareness and like, you know safety rules 100 yeah. percent, and also like i i really feel scared for girls who get into sex work and like are on drugs because mm-hmm. i was and i know that like you do not know any self-awareness or any boundaries and yeah. i'm not saying people on drugs don't but in sex work you're on drugs and someone's like i'll give you some more drugs if you do this yeah. You're going to do that. They've got power over you. Right. And, like you're not in your right headspace. No. And you're and already there alone. Defenseless. There's generally a power dynamic between male and female to begin with. Just in terms of like strength. Brute strength. Like yeah. I don't. There were so many men. Like I remember this police officer. Like this retired police officer used to basically buy my services. Sure. And he would joke about how he could just kill me. Like not funny. he thought it was funny and he was definitely drinking just as much as me. Yeah. But he was like, I could kill you if I wanted. And like not funny because it he could. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> like that would sober me up so quickly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would still do it again. I would still do it because the, the option to do it in a safe way. Didn't and the exist. option to say, that's why a lot of people also don't know how like in consent and in, in regular sex, it's really hard to say no once you've already started. Yeah. Um, it's scary. It feels terrifying. Yeah. And I mean, I do think that consent in the normal unpaid sex world has people always like, Oh, it's so awkward to like ask for consent. No, it's It's fucking not. I think you can do it in a hot way. Yeah. Like, is this what you want? You like that? Yeah. But like, are you okay with this? Yeah. Just do a little sexy voice. Like, and like, just it's, it's good for everyone. And consent can always be taken away. So it's like, checking in and not too often not hey you good yeah like, am pump. i allowed to touch your left can, breast can, can like, i yeah <laughs> can i please kiss here like no yeah. you can just check in yeah and in sex work men do not give a fuck if you're consenting because yeah. they are paying you yeah they do not consent they ask for forgiveness not permission literally they don't yeah. even ask for forgiveness right. they they block your number and they're like well didn't work with yeah that what are you one. gonna do call the cops exactly yeah what are you gonna do i've had so many friends assaulted at the club and what are you gonna do that's so fucking. i always i offered to be a witness and do anything that they yeah. wanted but it, it's it's very unlikely that they would have because you're putting yourself in you're basically admitting your own crime in right. trying to pursue the right so like, like decriminalize sex work decriminalize yeah. drugs decriminalize all these things because making things illegal doesn't stop people from doing it are it there groups that try to yes like i don't know you know like when you get a stripper to a private party they come with a bouncer basically yes yeah but that's if again there's privilege in everything right. if you're making good money you can afford to be safe but if you're on the street like literally if hustling if you're literally meal, hustling yeah. and you are doing survival sex work 
you don't care. Yeah. You will die for that $50 because you need it. And it happens. Yeah. And it's horrible. And I wish there was a way to protect those girls. I like, I really, it, when I think about it, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Because it's like, they're hustling more than me. Yeah. And they're putting their life on the line. So like knowing what you know now and you're in a, a place that's safe and you're in control and you feel like you can protect your boundaries. Like what would you say to people who are, like you said, romanticizing these girls on Instagram doing vlogs and TikTok or whatever? Like what would you warn them? Like, I what? say a lot. I, I often try to make videos about it. You should. Because yeah. a lot of girls will DM me and they say, they always say this. I love what you do and I'm going to get into this because of you. Yeah. And I reply to every single one. Please do not yeah. for that reason. Yeah. I would say, are you okay with having this reputation forever? Right. Are you willing to do this on the days you won't make money? Are you okay with never being sure the amount of money you are going to make? There is no regularity in this job. Yeah. So... Are you okay with speaking up for yourself when someone's crossing your boundaries? Are you good with having all your information out there? Are you okay with being doxxed? Are you okay with your dad knowing? Are you okay with all your future partners? Are you okay with anyone who meets you who finds out your job judging you forever? Whether it's good or bad. Because there are people who are like, yeah, that's sick. And then they're like secretly like horny over it. Well, it's so easy... Cause like, you know, we live in LA and like porn stars live here, but like, I'm not aware of them. Cause like, you know, you don't see them. I don't know. Right. Maybe you see them out in public, but you just don't know. But it's so easy to, from a distance be like, oh, she's a sex worker. Like, and are automatically have this stereotype in your head. But like we met and like, I didn't know what you did. I was like, Hank's a cool girl. And then like, oh, Hank does OnlyFans. And now we were talking about like straight up sex work. And it's like, I have no zero judgment against mm. you because I know you as a person. So when right. when you meet someone, and you personalize them. The story becomes so much more well, interesting. Well, that's why OnlyFans is people like it. Yeah, it's a little more personal. Yeah, because a lot of people see porn stars and they see a fuck doll. Yeah. Um. And and I I like what you say because it's like when you personalize a sex worker everyone's always okay with the sex work. Yeah. But the second you meet someone and they're monetizing their body, there's judgment. And I don't really understand that. I never have. Well, and I think, you know, you, you said like these people are like, oh, she's gross, but then they're secretly horny for it. Mm. And it's like that pro- projection of like self-hatred well, of like the fact that they're into it because they think they're not supposed to be into it. So they project their loathing. It's back to loathing. the repression. Yeah. It's all back to childhood and not good education around the area yeah because it's really hard to unlearn i mean what do they say old dogs can't learn new tricks it's really fucking hard to unlearn that but it like going back to our like biological roots like almost everyone's horny for because we're supposed to everyone is well (laughs) not everyone 98.99 percent are having sex and so i do wish there was I almost wish there was educational porn. Yeah. Like someone who likes to have sex Mm -hmm. says, here's what me with the vagina enjoys. Mm -hmm. And then someone with the penis says, here is what me with the penis enjoys. And here is what it's like to have sex girl with girl. And like, I wish it was like, Almost like sex ed was actually sex ed, like not teaching just teaching the physical act of it, you, not just the you health. Taught people how to find the clit. Who fucking knows where the clit is? You ask. Well, it, yeah, it's like that takes away that, especially in your you know teenage early twenty years, the all the guesswork of like yeah. 
like you have different you know if it's a heterosexual relationship like your parts are different than mine so i'm gonna go down here and play like how to pick this lock right like that fucking operation game like i think it's because sex ed in school is like almost again like i don't understand why religion is brought into school but it's almost like a very watered down holy version Mm -hmm. like if you have sex don't you know and instead you could be like if you were having sex here is how to practice safe sex yeah here is actual consent here are questions you can ask that are not awkward you know um if you have any more questions reach out to the guidance counselor that's such a healthier way to do it because you think of like parents who are like you know you don't drink until you're 21 guess what i'm gonna do Drink. drink And then you go to the European you model where they're like, yeah. not to do something, they're going to yeah. do it. Yes, I agree. Especially when they fundamentally want to because their hormones are raging. Oh, and my like, God. You know? you know, my parents didn't drink ever once in front of me. Really? Look where that ended up for but me. But d- did they like proselytize where they like, you should never drink or they just. They didn't really talk about it. And so they, that's a health, just like to be an example of someone who doesn't need yeah, to drink. I important. mean, the way I romanticized stripping, I was like, I'm going to get drunk too. Yeah. It's. I feel like as a kid, you make up these ideas of what you want to do and you're yeah. going to do it no matter what. Well, and you think it's going to make you happy and it probably does at, at certain Momentarily. times. Yeah. You know, when you're young, you're full of angst and pain and like you're trying to self-soothe and you're trying to deal with these impulses that you don't understand yet. And like, yeah, it's a lot of guesswork. It's very similar to sex. Mm. But I like your idea of like these like educational sex videos because it's like, Okay, so you want to explore bondage. Like, here's where to start. Right. And here's what you and your partner should you talk can about. You kill someone if you choke them wrong during sex. Yeah. Like, instead of choking from the front, you're supposed to squeeze the side of the neck to stop the blood flow. We're learning stuff already. <laughs> Here <Yeah>. we go. <laughs> That's really... when I remember when I was 19 and I was like, I do love education. And yeah. the only reason I dropped out of college is because I didn't actually ever want to go to a dance school. Like, yeah. I was like a waste of my degree. But education around sex is very 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 lacking because it's just not allowed to be mainstream i'm sure there's all kinds of groups that are trying to do exactly what you're talking about but like i don't know about no i would meet guys at the club and they would like bite my nipple okay this sounds like (laughs) stay with me yeah they would bite my nipple and they'd be like that's how you have an orgasm what? Because they had seen in a video someone doing that. Oh, and like the girl. And the girl yeah. orgasm. And I would be like, no, that, what are you, ow. They told, they told you. They'd be like, that's, yeah, here you, you go. Did you come? Like, like, nah. Oh my God. <laughs> did you come? I'm like, you know, you put your dick inside me and came. Like, like, I did yeah, not come. So hard. <laughs> no, but, and, and it's like, these are grunt men, 55, 60 yeah. year olds who, who legitimately think that. Yeah. I mean, it's sad to think that. Because it's so behind closed doors, because it's so hush-hush, lights off, like, don't get too weird, but don't be too boring. Like, people never get to fully express, like, what could be a beautiful, healthy sexual relationship and, like, could involve any number of things down the spectrum of, like, how crazy you want to get. Like, I have friends who go to sex parties. Mm. I'm very midwestern and vanilla. Like, I mean, like, it's like... Missionary with eye contact. I'm good where I'm at. So, like, as long as you're feel fulfilled and feel like you're getting to explore in the way you want to again it's just the option to do what you want to do yeah that's all it's for every it's all aspects of life yeah like let's just stop policing other people yeah okay i don't want to do that okay good i don't have to find someone else who does oh i can't believe you do porn i can never do okay good don't fucking do it yeah oh i could never do these things and and also that's that goes for me like really organized religion like oh i can never be mormon good for them yeah like i i have to yeah 
Oh, you're happy. Yeah. Good for you. Are you a good person? Cool. Right. Congrats. Butt, like, but, you know, we won't hang out on Sundays, but. <laughs> no, but still. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's just like compassion for others and yeah. like realizing that someone else's journey isn't mine. How have you found that, you know, being a sex worker, only fan stripper has affected your actual romantic relationships? Hmm. Oh, because it, of stigmas, because of maybe you know, actually like though, idolize idealizing it. Well, either they put me on a pedestal. Yeah, like oh, but, she's such a she's a pro. Yeah, yeah. she's hot. Blah, blah. But I've found in sobriety, it is not even a thing. Really? Well, I think I also am attracted to really secure people. Yeah. They always know what I'm doing before I meet. I never go on a date and then I'm like, surprise, yeah. I'm a whore. No, Look I at fo- this video. <laughs> I follow you on Instagram. Yeah. Can you handle that I post like this and I promote my sex work? Mm-hmm. If they still want to see me, I know they can. Yeah. And I bring it up. How do you feel around jealousy? Yeah. Are you jealous if I were to work with other people? Because I'm a pretty physically jealous person. I am psycho a yeah. little bit. <laughs> like I always tell my partners, like, I'm like, I'm very honest with them. I, I'm never cheated on anyone. I'm very like, I'm working with this person. Here's what we're filming, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's, and you're like, it's, there's no feels. Like I've never, yeah, yeah. It, there's no feels, but I could never date another sex worker. Right, that's interesting. Even though I know, I know that yeah. it is not, fe- I am a very jealous person. And I think like, again, the conversation, like there's girls who are like, I don't want my boyfriend to watch porn. Is that bad? No, everyone has their own jealousy levels what they can handle and their boundaries and it's porn is an interesting one it's like you're you're using someone else's image to help you get off like it's tricky and i've definitely been like in relationships like doesn't feel right Mm. you know but like that's me see it it, and like going back to your question it really depends on the relationship yeah the trust yeah because if it's an unhealthy toxic relationship in any other aspect it's not going to work with my job yeah like it almost forces me to communicate, yeah, which I enjoy. Cause and put yourself on the table. Yeah, like, here's, this is me. Here's me. Yeah, and I, I'm very, uh, I'm a Taurus. <laughs> I'm very much though, like very loyal. So I'm yeah. always like, if there's anyone I shoot with that you that makes you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. tell me. Yeah. And after I film with them, and and you feel that way, you can change your mind. Yeah. But I. A couple bucks is not worth making someone really upset. Right. And maybe that person you film with, like, you're like, this is business. Cool. See you later. But they're like, I got a crush on Hank. I've had that happen. I'm sure. Because it's hard to separate, you know, like that when you start to get physically intimate, like emotions get crosswired. 100%. You you can't. That's just your brain. You know, what's interesting is I've actually never developed. Oh, actually, that's not true. I kind of had a slight little crushy poo on this girl yeah. that I filmed with. But what was good was that she had talked about her girlfriend. So you're like, don't, don't. Pursue yeah, it. I'm yeah. very good at like, oh, I feel this feeling. I'm going to yeah. tell you that I think you're really pretty yeah. and I'm grateful I met you, yeah. but we cannot hang out. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I've, I've recently found that like I can have these little puppy dog crushes without jealousy. Right. Like I have. In our friend group, like I have like these like crushes on a lot of people because of like oh. the people. What did she say? Oh. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's it's a crush that's like I've had those crushes when I was younger, where I was like so worked up that this person was oh, dating someone and I God. couldn't date them, and like it's like painful and resentful. Oh, I used and to I, do that to all my best friends. But now friends. it's like, oh, I, I really like you as a person. Like I love you as a person, and like I think you're attractive in so many ways. But like. 
I'm not hung up about it. Mm. And I can talk you're your about own person. I can talk about your boyfriend and like <laughs> like but it's like it feels really healthy and it's like is that a romantic crush or is that just like oh my I love my friend who's attractive. I think it's the ability to process emotions and not take them on at full face value. Yeah. And I think that's something that I've been working on especially again I have to bring up sobriety because sex work in sobriety Yeah is reteaching me sex because i used to be like fucked up and i would do all these things and i learned nothing except that i was fucked up and i have a stomach ache now (laughs) and now i go into sets and it's vulnerable like i'm meeting you for the first time i'm doing five minutes of a little bit awkward small talk and then i'm fucking you yeah are you talking about when you're working or when you're like when i'm working yeah and that's a lot that's a quick transition it's pretty quick whereas i used to be able to like have a quickie in a bathroom with a stranger with a name I don't even know. And it it didn't matter, but I was super drunk. I was not aware. And now I'm 100% aware. Yeah. And that's when boundaries and communication always play. Those are like the only tools I ever have. Yeah. I mean, just taking all your clothes off in front of someone is wildly vulnerable. I used to strip and I am still like, don't fucking look at me. Yeah. (laughs) Not from this angle, no. I'm like, oh, my nipples are soft. Like, (laughs) Like, I need to like... And that's just like expectation of myself. Like, yeah. oh, don't, ca- I just ate a six course meal. I'm gassy. <laughs> like, I'm not feeling hot. Yeah. Okay. Which is a level of comfort you can get to with a partner you've known for more than five minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not a stranger. Yeah. Well, I can't be like, I have to shit in your bathroom. You know? <laughs> don't go in there. Do you have baby wipes? <laughs> <laughs> but like, so that makes a lot of sense in terms of like balancing your professional life with your personal life. Do you also find that people try to date you because they think they like mm. the idea of dating yes. a sex kitten? Oh my God. This is And then t- they're like, I can't deal with it. This is talked about so much in like my friend group. It's yeah. like the idea of me that you dated was never me. Yeah. You thought I was this cool girl, sexy vixen yeah. vibe. And I was really just me who farts after eating a burrito, like I just said. Yeah. Like I again, I I love into I love missionary. I love icon I I'm not this hypersexualized person. Yeah. And you find when you're in this line of work that the people who ask you a lot about your work, mm, Yeah. Be careful. Well, and so you know, you go to your Instagram page or like I'm assuming you go to your OnlyFans page and you're not talking about eating a burrito and farting. You're not being like you're not revealing all of Hank. You're I, revealing I do very sometimes. S- so I think that that might actually work in your favor yeah. because people are like, oh, this girl's real. Like she's sexy. She can put on the outfit and do the pose. No, shoot. it's a sexy, cute combo we talk yeah, about. Uh, yeah, it's a dangerous combo. <laughs> but also the like, oh, and she's also really letting her guard down in the way that's like sometimes i'm not sexy well and, and i i sometimes what i'm really bad at vulnerability in all aspects yeah um, emotional vulnerability again yeah. i can fuck you and i'm like <laughs> hey that was easy but so sometimes when i'm having a hard week and i don't enjoy posting i'll make a video where i'm like doing my makeup and i'm like this week yeah. fucking sucked yeah and here's why and, and I bet those videos get a lot of traction. People like them actually yeah. a lot because yeah. they're like, thank you for just being a person. Because again, going back to like, I can Google hot girl with tattoos and find any number of images. Yeah. But what can, makes I get, you? can I get her to talk to me and be right. like, you know, I had a shitty day. Right. You like know? I and it's almost like this false. It's not false, but it is like we're friends almost. Yeah. Like I have a lot of people on there that like I've known for years on there now. Yeah. They're like, hey, Hank, remember when you only had this tattoo? And I'm like, I remember talking to you then. 
And do those relationships feel real in a way? Like you, it sounds like you're not just like I'm gonna give this guy what he wants and like rate his dick. Well, and I don't, do. I don't even do sexting. Yeah, I'm pretty boring because I, I will not fake it for you. Right. I'll do dick ratings. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm very honest. I'll do <laughs> genital ratings. I'll do whatever. But I'm not gonna sext because I can lie for so long before I want to die. Yeah. Like I can. I'm not hor- day to day. I'm not horny like that. And you're also that is a lie. Like when you're you're it's not draining. You don't want to have sex with that person. Yes, you want them to look at your videos and see your thing. Like I'm horny that you think I'm hot. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to sit in my bed eating my Cheetos, saying, Ooh, "Yeah, baby, come yeah. here, baby. Yeah. Like I want you so bad." Because that's not real, and that. That, I don't even sext in my relationships, bro. And that's that's not what OnlyFans is really based on. It's based more on a tr- true intimate connection. Right. You know, I know there's people. One of our friends managed an OnlyFans account, and it's a mm. girl who get, makes you know forty k a month. Crazy. And the messages don't. She's never like talked to any of these guys. They right. think they're talking to her, and they're not. Well, and that's why a lot of people like they can tell when it's personal or not. Yeah. I mean, some guys might think it's personal when it's not. I don't know. Yeah. But. That's why I have those people from three years ago. Mm-hmm. They're like, I remember you saying you were violently ill and hung over after watching the Avengers two years ago. Yeah. And like, I just watched it and I was thinking of you. Yeah. And it's like, th- that is me. Like, well, and that's the same thing I get, you know, I have like a modest Instagram following and I get strangers who follow me and like over time, like they'll comment on more things or they'll listen to the podcast and like they become like a friend. There's like the that. people who I've never met in real life and I never would have met if it wasn't for this weird way they found me but like they know me and i know them and like it's, isn't social media so wild yeah and then there's the lurkers who are like yeah you can look at my i don't know yeah, whatever stalk me yeah but like, on it princess poo poo 212 like stalk <laughs> yeah. me. do you look at your story viewers a little bit i never do mostly to see if there's certain people <laughs> your crushes <laughs> yeah. uh, I do. when i get a crush yeah. i'm like are you stalking me are you in love with me yet yeah that's a whole nother i can't deal with like the modern dating like Talk to me, but don't talk to me too much. Wait 24 hours. Don't watch my stories. Watch come my stories. Come here. Go away. No, come I back. Like, I'm, I'm way too upfront. I'm like, I like you. Me too. Let's go no, to If I like you, out. you're going to know it. Yeah. And if you don't like me back, that's fine. But I'm telling you my truth. Yeah. I can't. I can't deal with all that. Me either. I'm not cool like that. Okay. We've covered a lot of ground here. Yeah. Is there anything else? So I do want to break down a little bit of like... So Bad Baby made $52 million last year. Crazy. You do well. I think you make about like, you know, what a normal model makes. And like, you know, you do well. Wh- like, wh- how does the money break down? I can pull up my phone, actually. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's you know, get into it. The thing is, is that, uh, again, one of the pluses and one of the minuses is you are your own boss. Right. No one's forcing me to work. Yeah. The months I don't work, I make significantly less money and by not work i mean oh i post five times a week instead of seven wow you know i answer messages every two days instead of every day so there's a direct return on like content versus money yeah the best month i ever had was when i was posting on tiktok every single day yeah and people were like what is she doing what do you post on tiktok like is it sexy stuff to draw it's not sexy i've been deleted so many times it used to be sexy i used to make way more jokes i got an account deleted one time for making a joke about my pee kink 
about your pee kink? Yeah, like I was oh, like pee kink. Pee, my pee, my pee. Yeah, <laughs> my pee kink. Water sports. Water sports. Yeah. Um, I've been deleted in a tank top. I've been deleted. So, but TikTok is the best promotion. So yeah. was Twitter. I got deleted on Twitter because I posted a picture of me with fake blood in my mouth and said when she's on her or when it's that time of the month yeah. or something, and yeah. they were like violence. Gross. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Periods like, are canceled. But I can post asshole gaping and they don't really? care. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so um, a normal month, I'm not going to do exact prices, but... No, just do like percentages. Okay, so I would say over half is on subscriptions. Yeah, just the monthly just subscribers. Just renewal. And that's like nine ninety nine. Yeah, so yeah. I get seven ninety nine. It's They take 20%. Right. So you're like Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hank Flix. No, literally. Yeah. It used to be $15 when I started... And yeah, I'm I sure just, there's a sweet spot to find. There's a sweet spot. Yeah, a little bit less probably. I might make even more because the the idea is the more accessible, the more people. Yeah. Um, I don't make that much in tips on posts. Maybe like five hundred, six hundred bucks a month. Just yeah. like people being like, "You look cute. Here's a buck." Yeah, I, that seems like an interesting impulse. And then the rest of the money is in messages. Yeah. So like a little over half, and then. So how does that work? They pay to get a response from you, basically? No, they pay so locked messages, PPV, pay-per-view. So I post daily nudes on my wall always. And I post 40-minute talking videos. And sometimes I post... Every day? No, no, no. Yeah. But like every week or two. Yeah. And sometimes I post full-length videos if I've like had a good month. And I'm like, here, here's a treat. Okay. Like, whatever. A little teaser. Yeah, but like long. Like I posted yeah. like 30 minute videos of me. But like, like th- and then that is telling you what's behind the PPV right. paywall. And and I post previews, whatever. But then I send out messages r- regularly, three to five dollars, sometimes up to like 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe more if, if I do a collab and the other person wants to charge more, I'll charge whatever they want because yeah. it's not and just And then you guys me. split the... No, we get to just charge it separately on, on it. Yeah, but if you say you want to do 25 bucks, I never charge that high. I'll do it because you said. Yeah. Um, so then they can't go to your page and get it for less. Right. Right. Because it's not fair. Yeah. Some girls don't do that. So but you send I out a message to, to all your followers saying like, if you want to access this... I'm like, here, I'll give you an example of yeah. the caption. You're not going <laughs> to like it. They're so cringe. When I reread them, sometimes <laughs> I want to punch myself in the face. <laughs> Okay, let's see. I just opened the first message is someone saying, can I ride your cock? Yours? No, it's another <laughs> OnlyFans girl. Oh. Okay. So the other day I hadn't posted in a while. So I was like, I'm going to send out a bunch of old stuff for cheap. <laughs> like, oh my God, I don't even want to read this. <laughs> There's so many. Um, Be vulnerable, Hanks. <laughs> I'll read a couple. This is chill. Like, sale, rubbing my pussy over my undies until I come. And then it's a little preview picture, and they know the video and the length. And then there's a price. And, then, and then it's locked. Okay. But you can see what it looks like. Or like, like this is like really short. Sale, strap on, fucking licking and sucking. Like, it's yeah. just like, sometimes it's more graphic. If I'm in the mood, but it's, and then is it for a certain window of time that they can access it? You can remove it anytime after you send it, but I normally don't. Um, I find a lot of people wait until they get paid and then yeah. they buy it. And I'm not, like, people will apologize, like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I can't afford." It. And I'm like, 
girl, I'm happy you're even subscribed. Yeah. Like, thank you yeah. for supporting me. Um, and that's when like social media comes in when they're like, support horse, support horse. People are like, yeah. sorry, I didn't buy anything. And it's like, you're supporting me by paying my subscription. Yeah. It's like paying my rent. Right. Thank yeah. you. Is your demographic mostly women? It's pretty much evenly split. Really? I have a lot of men and I have a lot of queer people and I have a lot of women. Well, cause you're Hank, you're like goth tattooed. Like you're like, I can see how you could cross a tick a lot of boxes. Right. Yeah. Like it's like, it makes a lot of people happy. I, yeah. I, I have something for everyone. I also do a lot of like gender neutral, like jack off instructions. So I'm like, if you have a penis or a vagina, it doesn't matter. You can come to this video. <laughs> Like I'll be like so I'll be inclusive. like touch yourself, yeah. like rub yourself to Something me. Something for everyone. Yeah, because I, I don't I don't think porn should give anyone dysphoria or make anyone feel like no embarrassed. Come as you are. Come as you literally. are. <laughs> literally, like <laughs> literally, like come. <laughs> no, so it's like I try to be a little bit, and that like that has changed over time. It used to be all men. Yeah. And then I came out as a lesbian, yeah. and then a lot of women. But boy, boys like lesbian porn too. They love it. Yeah. I mean, it's something for you're still seeing my pussy. Yeah. And another one too, maybe. Exactly. Two. Often. <laughs> come join and come see. Well, this has been fantastic. I've learned so much from you. <laughs> and I really think it's important what you're talking about, like the educational aspect of it. Like it's not going away. No. And it's it's either gonna get more dangerous or less dangerous, and like the choice is ours. So I don't know, maybe you'll start a foundation. I, love you. I, love I know, I, I feel like there has to be a way. I don't think I solely can fix it, but I think no. there needs to be a conversation starting. But the more people who talk about it, the more people understand right. it. And not just in the industry, but people like me who are like outside of it right. looking in. Now it's like, Well, oh. let me say one thing before we hang up the phone. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve is when sex workers go into mainstream media, like porn stars who are now huge in other aspects, yeah. like Mia Khalifa or things like that. Yeah. And they're like, I fucking hate porn. Porn is this. It's doing all these horrible things. And I'm like, porn gave you your life. You You can have bad experiences. And that is so sad and horrible. But I hate when people in sex work get out of it and they're shaming and they're joining the majority of people who also hate sex work. Well, do you think they're retroactively deciding that they did it in an unhealthy way? Because there are people, I think, like Sasha Gray became like oh, a real I love actor. Sa- no, but Sasha Gray talks about porn. I think she's amazingly. like, I loved it. She's my yeah. favorite ex-porn star like i love her she inspires me so much and there's a way to do it you can be like i had the worst experience like here's how to get safely into porn yeah don't just join the people who shit on porn to get a bigger audience yeah because you're embarrassed or whatever if you had a bad experience that's horrible and And the same goes for like fashion modeling like there's a lot of downsides like it's a lot of rejections like you might get an eating disorder you definitely get body dysmorphia 100 there's a ton of competition you're gonna get jealous you might not get where you want like there's a ton of... Right, but if you're Bella Hadid and then you get out of modeling, you're not going to say fuck modeling. Right. But it's... You're going to say, here's why the industry is fucked. It's easier to to push forward the narrative of like, this was nothing but unhealthy for me. And it's like, right. what well, was it? You know, like you're now in... I mean, I... Well, then I, how can we make it healthier? Yeah. And I do appreciate that maybe it was a terrible experience and they got into it and were able to climb out and make a life for themselves right. out of that, you know, bad experience. But yeah, how can we get into it in a healthy way? Right. Because it's gonna the, the the market is there for right. pornography for sex work. Like that's not going away. Mm-hmm. And the m- people in tough situations are always gonna need to make a buck the easy way, right? Or the the obvious and, way. And online sex work is the most privileged form of sex work. 
You do not have to see people. You get to work at your house. You get to be protected. The people out there fucking random Johns on the street. Yeah. It goes all the way down from like OnlyFans to to Craigslist to whatever. Well, and if you look up like there's like a sex work pyramid for sure. Yeah. The most accepted are the ones like sugar babies or like wives who married rich. Oh yeah, That's like gold still diggers. sex work. Yeah, You're, it's a transaction. It's transactional. Yeah. And then it goes all the way down to people who are doing survival sex work. I mean, you look at the dating scene in LA, like there's a lot of people who are like, he, you know, we, I got a really nice meal out of it, so it was worth it. It's like, right. that's money. He took me to Nobu. <laughs> that's bartering. Like you're talking about like trading. It's bartering. Yeah. And like, and, but you're hating on me for getting actual cash. Yeah. If you took the money from that meal, it's mm. cash too. Yeah. And if you have no legitimate interest in that person. Then you just did sex work, baby. Yeah. And same for people. I'm going to be a sugar baby, but do no sugar. Yeah. Why do you think it's in the name? Yeah. You're going to have to fuck them. You are. Probably. No, you, you have are. to do. You have to do something that you're not, as a person, wanting to do. Yep. You don't want to actually be in a relationship with that person without the money. Right. So you're gonna do things that you would. You know, it's just. It's it's a whole thing. It's very great. But we like. But people like to judge. Yeah. Because it's easy than asking questions and getting informed. Well, I think it's important to have these conversations and. No, I, I love talking to you. Yeah, I love talking to you. What's your last piece of advice for? You know, I don't know. People who listen to this are probably going to be followers of your in, your OnlyFans, and like they may be the girls who are like, "I want to get in, get into this mm-hmm. because of you." Like, what you kind of hit on it before, but like, if just to hammer it home, I would just say, okay, two things. If you're gonna ask someone for advice, if you have no money, that's okay. But the respectful thing to do is to tip them. Yeah. Hey, I know you're gonna talk to me for X amount of time. Here's as much money. As I like, if it's 20 bucks, it's still 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, and ask politely. A lot of people demand if you need advice, that's rude. So you're saying if someone's coming to you for advice to tip, that's the tip first me. thing I would yeah. say. Just like, to like show that, like, I respect like, you. Ta- I'm going to tell you everything I have to tell you, and yeah. I will tell you. Yeah. I tell people for free too. It's not like I'm saying that, but if you're coming on my OnlyFans to yeah. ask me, which a lot of people do. Yeah. Tip the creator. People do that all the time. All my friends get messages like Just that to daily. Just open the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Second thing is, is why are you getting into it? Mm-hmm. And if you have decided you are going to get into it, make a list of hard no's that you will not do no yeah. matter the money. Beforehand. Beforehand. Yeah. No matter the money. I will not do race play. I will not do shit play. Yeah. And I will not do age play. No yeah. matter the money. Yeah. No matter. Because otherwise you get into like, I was talking about it. It's the same with like drugs. Like you start out smoking weed and you're like, I'll never do heroin. And then like heroin comes around the corner. Yeah. Like it just keeps on chipping away. And the thing is, is I'm not judging anyone who does anything, but I know from experience that you pay me enough money, I'll probably do it. And then I'll regret it later. Unless I decided I have my rules written down. Literally. I write them down. Yeah. And if I ever am like, is this crossing a boundary? Look at that fucking rule list. Yeah. Just be safe. I, I think it's like, Take more time than you think you want to to decide. Yeah. Like, sleep on it. Yeah. I mean, it's a big decision that it's, you know, it's like getting a tattoo. Like, don't do it impulsively. Like, right. Which I've done think about it for too. a week or a month. And then if you still want it and you Get still it. thought about it, do it. And I'm the worst because I do everything impulsively. Yeah, me too. But. <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. Exactly. And, yeah. and if I could tell my babies, I would still get into it. I would yeah. just do it completely different. 
But I'm glad you're in a healthy place with it. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. I'm grateful for you. Thanks for talking. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me coffee. Yeah, of course. Mm. All right. Bye, kids. Bye. Bye.